we present I'm Sorry, I Haven't a Clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Leon Cohen and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Those taking part are Tim Brooke Taylor and William Rushton. And they'll be issuing a number of unlikely challenges to Barry Cryer and Graham Garden. And I'm in the chair because there's no room on the table. The first round is called... <laughs> get the game off to a turgid start, we have a round called Sound Charades. One team has to make noises and the other team must guess what they mean. The audience are let into the secret and can help by applauding when they're getting warmer. On the other hand, they can help even more by shutting up. Now, <laughs> the first people to make the noises are Tim Brooke Taylor and Willie Rushton. And uh, there'll be a pause now while somebody shows the audience what... Uh, this charade is, and a voice will tell those of you. <laughs> and Tim and Willie's charade is a walk in the black forest. A walk in the black forest. Tim, Tim and Willie. Now, what is that? Is this a? a, a it's book obviously or? something different than we thought it was. <laughs> It's um, it's a piece of music. Piece of music. Okay, does that satisfy you, Barry and Graham? You've got the answer straight away, have you? We'd like them to make their noises. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with the first. Yeah. Are you doing? Uh, do how it, many yes. uh, parts are you doing it in? Uh, we're doing it all together. One. All together. All together. Uh, do you want to know how many words there are on the? Yes. Damn. <laughs> six. <laughs> but okay. some are unimportant. Yes. You set up six. Okay, it's all six. going. Okay, here we go. <coughs> well, it's a, it's a lovely day, isn't it? Let's step out a bit. Yes, I listen to the birds tweeting. Mm. Tweet, tweet. Mm. Oh, and just listen to the, the trees whispering. I want you to be very careful. Barry's got it. Little of what you fancy does you good is too... No, too many letters. Um, it must be a walk in the uh, coloured forest. <laughs> Nearly. Uh, oh, uh, there's a lukewarm uh, hint. Uh, a walk in the, the immigrant forest. <laughs> walk in the members, emergent <laughs> nations forest. No, we're getting to it. Getting to it. It's probably a walk in the black forest, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You scored two points for that, because it says that I've got to give you two points here. And uh, Barry and Graham, it's your turn to make the noises, and Tim and Willie, it's your turn to guess what they represent. Once again, the audience will be shown. Barry and Graham's charade is Anthony Wedgwood Ben. Anthony Wedgwood Ben. Barry and Graham, is this a, a, a work of fiction or what? Uh, Two theories on this. 
Uh, no, it's not a work of fiction. It, it's a work of fact. A work of God of fact. It's, <laughs> it's a person. It's a person. A person, right. That gives you... Uh, it narrows it down a bit. For you. How many letters? Oh, words. Three words. Three words. And we'll draw them one by one in the right order. Right, start now. Starting with Graham. Knees! Don't talk to me about knees. Can't stand knees. Knees are out. Oh. Part two. <laughs> uh, what's that under your bed? Oh, that's... Uh, Good Lord, that must be worth a fortune. Certainly is. <laughs> Incidentally, get out of my bed. <laughs> I just said that for effect. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Alan Poe. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not necessarily in that order. <laughs> Edgar Poe. Edgar Poe. Yes. Knees yes. Jerry Ben. Knees uh, Jerry Ben. Ah. Ah. Anthony Wedgwood Ben, I dare say. Ah. Can you explain how you arrived at that conclusion? <laughs> I don't know. He's a worker. Barry and Graham, I'm only going to give you one mark for that because they took longer to guess it, but you took longer to do it. Oh. <laughs> this is where I introduce a round that's played at the end of the programme. I want to give the teams time to think through the programme of silly names for people arriving at the publican's ball. The publican's ball. Oh. So start thinking teams, because <laughs> you won't need to think in any of these other rounds. Uh, <laughs> This one's the blues, familiar round to all our listeners. Uh, we have Leon Hello, Turner at the piano to provide the uh, accompaniment to this. Each team will give the other team the topic for a blues, which they must then improvise. And uh, Barry and Graham will give a topic, please, to Tim and Willie. Uh, we'd like to give you the uh, private army blues. Topic now to Barry and Graham. Uh, sugar rationing. Oh. Very sugar. 
said, no sugar. Well, but what you doing to me? Do you want some honey? <laughs> I said, sure do, honey, but after I've had this cup of tea. <laughs> yes, Barry and Graham, congratulations. That puts you just in the lead. <laughs> We go on to uh, a round which is called New Words. For the simple reason this is a new round which we haven't oh. played before. And oh. for this round I'm going to give each of you a word which you must then use in a sentence to demonstrate its meaning. The members of the opposing team can challenge if they disagree and give the real meaning if they can. And marks will be awarded only if I remember to write them down. Barry, let's <laughs> start with you. And your word is Burl, B-I-R-L-E. My wife said she'd always loved Ives. I thought she meant Saint, but found she meant Burl. <laughs> Ingenious. <laughs> well, I'm told he enjoys being a Burl. <laughs> no, to Burl means to carouse. Oh, it's a verb? Yes. Ah! Yes, you didn't want me to tell you that, did you? No, no, no. no, no makes no. it more fun if I don't. What's the verb? Right. Now then, Willie, your word is blad, B-L-A-D. And as uh, we didn't the tell... The first Chinese Western was Glad Day at Brack Rock. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brack Rock, actually, to be totally accurate. Don't be totally Don't be accurate. Close to it, actually. Well, actually, I'll tell you the meaning. It means to step heavily, to blad, as you knew. As at, I suggested. At Brack Rock. Graham, it's your word now. Engrail, E-N-G-R-A-I-L. Engrail. Mm. It's it's right. North Country dialect. Well, can you give us a sentence? Uh, which is an illusion of the words and great sort of thing, as if you were saying and great Britain. Um, as in Eddie Waring. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, I'll go and Graham Redham is. Well, fair face is the word for that. But anyway, uh, <laughs> give me Willie, any improvements on that? You no, mean? I can't do any wearing at all, can you? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Talking any wearing. Yeah, no, but we could improve on him. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I'd have thought that was correct. Well, actually, engrail, I'll tell you what it means. It means to render prickly. To render prickly. Yes. Mm. <laughs> and Tim, your word, and, I, and if you write this one down, because it, it's a bit complicated. Mm -hmm. Zap. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's me hay fever. Zaptie. Z a p t i e h. He sank to his knees, shouting, "My zaptiers are frozen." <laughs> but the, on the other hand, uh, <laughs> the other hand. Elaborating. I mean, I'd, uh, can you elaborate on that a bit? I mean, it's meaning a zaptier is a what? It's a sort of uh, <laughs> on, sort of basket you play. Uh, you not play, any double you play Zaptiola with. <laughs> That's a blast. It's a sort of Zaptie. Tarara Zaptie. <laughs> You're getting closer all the time. Uh, Zap T A. T A. Good night. I know. Very <laughs> nice. I, I know it. Very nice. You see, I know it because it's it's Czechoslovakian for shooting stick. 
I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm declaring my interest in this. I do know that it is Czechoslovakian shooting stick. Well... It's onomatopoeic in a way, because you ram it into the ground and then sit on it, and it's a sort of zap. Tea! Hey! <laughs> the Czechs are notorious for inserting them in the ground the wrong way round, you see. I get the point in the I end. I yes. prefer to <laughs> points for that, Barry, because you're so close. You're only, you're only a few hundred miles uh, out on that one. It's a Turkish policeman. <laughs> right. But now we go on to the next round. Incidentally, people write into this program and complain that uh, they've added up the score with me and they find that my addition is wrong. And, uh, and they complain that I'm cheating and not keeping the right score. I'd like to say that I find that incredible. Uh, this round is called... It's a musical round, this one. The musical round is called Opera. And I want you to sing a snatch of grand opera, or indeed any other kind of opera, from a selected passage. And we're going to start this time with Barry and Graham. Barry and Graham, we want you to uh, sing a passage from the Stock Market Report. of yesterday's advance in London stock markets proved too hot to be maintained today and generally irregular conditions develop after a firm opening. Associated Portland Cement advanced eight pence to 434. <laughs> Reconstruction, how was the word depressed by their interim report <laughs> and felt <laughs> Many engineering shares yes. made for progress. When Alfred Herbert again higher, Alfred Herbert again higher in the coming year. No wonder shares are going through the floor. Anyway, Barry and Graham, very, very good. Tim and Willie, your uh, libretto is from the shipping forecast. And we'd like, would like to say to anybody out on the ocean who is listening to this, this is only a game. And, uh, <laughs> and this is taken from a shipping forecast of several years ago. Here is the shipping forecast issued by the Meteorological Office at 17.10 British Summertime. Move <laughs> <laughs> slowly east across western and northern See, I forget the rest of the journey. <laughs> and now the area forecasts for the next 24 hours. Southwesterly for increasing seeks. <laughs> with the fog patches, rain at times later. <laughs> Irish Sea! Irish Sea! Yes! <laughs> 
Locally poor. Rocco! Thank you very much. Well, if you've tuned in in the middle of this program, you must be absolutely flabbergasted. That brings the score to Tim and Willie, 82, Barry and Graham, 28. And we come to uh, an ever-popular round, which is the ad-lib poem. The team Except is going to make... with us. <laughs> the team, you know you love it. The teams are going to make up a poem. Each team member must keep going until I press the buzzer, which sounds like that. It's a good buzzer, I must say. <laughs> and then a... <laughs> They've switched it on me. Then a member of the opposing team must take over. This goes on until the natural artistic conclusion is reached, or until I find my buzzer. The first, first line of your poem is this. Now, will you take it down? Give overdue, oh, please leave off. You're going to drive me crackers. I'm <laughs> going to ask oh, Tim Brooke Taylor to start. Oh, good, good. good. Excellent. I shall be awarding the marks for poetic feeling and sensitivity and a complete total absence of rude words. <laughs> Give over, do please leave, uh, please leave off. You're going to drive me crackers. I'd like to say another thing. More interesting, I'm sure. I wish you would. <laughs> Will you take up on that, Barry? That though I may be honest, sir, at heart, I know I'm poor. But gold and riches, what are they? <laughs> and money in your purse. As I go through life's pageant, I know it might get worse, and yet a smile is in my heart. Because pennies aren't all that. I've seen them. And pennies sensitive about it. But still, I jot my hat to them who say, to them who say, Oh, away with gold. It's what's in your heart that counts. <laughs> <laughs> Willie. As long as someone gives you gold in very large amounts. <laughs> I must admit, I hate to say, my financial acumen is not entirely sound. I could say that again. <laughs> My financial acumen is not entirely sound. It's not. And once more, I'll repeat. The soundness of my acumen, finance-wise, leaves a lot to be meat. I should have said, as you will note, met there instead of meat. But I've got a mouthful. Of dripping hot wet peat. <laughs> now Pete, now Pete was none too happy <laughs> about this situation. 
Steady was a kindly lad and said, without irritation, Nay, nay, I'll tell Nay, 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 nay. I'll say it yet again. Nay, 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 nay. She said, let's get to the point. Enough of all this prevarication. The meat is gone. <laughs> Prevarication. Yes, he did indeed. The meat is gone. I'll take the train, in spite of the electrification. <laughs> For they've electrified the line. The coach and carriages too. And if you step inside one, you'll quite soon reach Waterloo. <laughs> Not Waterloo, I cried at once. My hand, it smoked my brow. <laughs> I thought that was where Wellington <laughs> stood on the golden prow. Twas Nelson on the prow, I cried, because I'm a learned lad. <laughs> I've had an education. I've learnt what what is what and, and that and, and had. <laughs> I asked this surly youth, what do you mean, young fella? He said, I'll tell you now, sir. <laughs> and to you, madam, to me, I will tell her. What I did mean earlier on, when, when Tim was striving for a rhyme, was I could give him one, you see, but I didn't have the time. <laughs> I could have had the time. I could have had the stature. If only as a lad I'd chanced upon Mrs. Thatcher. <laughs> Well, I know of no better artistic conclusion than Mrs. Thatcher, so we'll go on now to the round where I have a well-deserved kit while the teams give their announcements for the late arrivals at the publican's ball. And anybody can start who likes to. Striding through the door, and not a moment too soon, <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Tonic and their lovely daughter, Jean Ann Tonic. <laughs> Please welcome, from London, the Bitter family. That's Arthur Bitter. <laughs> and his meek daughter, mild and bitter. Admire their boldness. <laughs> Camp Barry and his caustic friend, Dry Ginger. <laughs> and a warm welcome, please, all the way from sunny Italy. The Teeny family, Mr. and Mrs. Teeny, and their lovable mother, Sweet Martini. <laughs> All the way from Scotland now, two very close friends, known to their intimates as the Gay Gardens, but known to us. <laughs> Angus Durabitters, <laughs> his very close friend, Hui Dram. <laughs> from the heather-clad highlands. Oh, welcome. Mr. and Mrs. Twisky. <laughs> and their lovely daughter, Moll Twisky. <laughs> and while you're at it. <laughs> yes, the Port family. Tony Port. <laughs> and his wonderful elderly sister, fine old Ruby. <laughs>
Jack Daniels and his wife, Kerry B.B. Daniels. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Atik and their son, Titus Atik. <laughs> Speaking of the lovable nuts we meet in pubs all over the land, will you welcome all the way from Italy, Signor and Signora Ascio, and their drunken son, Giovanni. Not to mention Mr. and Mrs. Ral Water and their daughter, Minnie Ral Water. <laughs> and from Greece, oh. Who's O? Correct. <laughs> oh. Those enthusiastic clairvoyants, <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Dreichery, and their medium Dreichery. <laughs> From Sweden! Oh, sorry. <laughs> Rush in the doorway there. But in the lead from Sweden, <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Tortoise, please. And their son Lars. Tortoise, please. <laughs> and Bloody Mary. Three soft drinks only. Because the other stuff's being held with the flock wallpaper. <laughs> Dan. Dan Delan and his bird, Ock. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that brings the score. That brings the score. From La Belle Paris. Oh, hey, welcome. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Hello, Hello. 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 William Rushton, Graham Garden, Barry Cryer and Tim Brooke-Taylor were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Leon Cohen setting some of them to music. Production was by John Castles.